This is Laughs and Littles, a conversation about friendship and faith in the midst of motherhood. Life with Littles is better when we do it together. So grab a load of laundry and join us for some laughs. Today we have Melissa, a pediatric nurse, mom to two, and one of the founders of the nationwide podcast, Saints Alive. So thank you for taking the time to chat with us. And Melissa, where are you guys living right now? Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I love Laughs and Littles, and I reached out to you guys when we first started, and you were so kind and supportive and encouraging. Um, So it's great Mm -hmm. to be here. Um, But we're in Vermont. We're back home in Vermont where all of our family is, which is great. How did you find our show initially? That's a really good question. I think I just searched like Catholic mom and then I was like, these guys look real. Oh, <laughs> <gonna> listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, take a moment to pray the prayer of St. Ignatius. Take Lord and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. So we've heard you say that each episode is like 150, 200 hours worth of work. And so you have a team. Mm -hmm. So you're one of the key founders and you're also one of the writers. But like, what are your other, what would you say your other roles within the show are? Like just trying to imagine that work, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? It's a lot. Um, So I've titled myself executive producer. Um, We're now under Hallow, which is amazing. So we have more support from them, but still wearing a lot of hats. So I'm one of the lead writers. I probably write about half the scripts. Wow. And then I edit all of them. So I'm the one chopping them (gasps) up and tearing them apart. And then I do all the casting and all the communication with all the editors and all the actors. So all Mm -hmm. of the production schedule and timeline, and then the social media. So it's a lot of different hats, but it's also such a passion and so much fun. So Mm. I don't come it's and it's kind of fun to like bounce around. Like when I hit writer's block, I get to go, go organize something that's a little easier for my mind or something. Um, So it's fun to kind of bounce around within it. Are you also still currently working as a nurse? No. Okay. No. I, like, I did what? for a while, but um, no, no, I, we both, we were, um, my husband, Alex and I were both working full time in other jobs and doing this. And it, I mean, it was a push and it was great, but it really took a toll on our family life. Like we, we had no, no nights off, no weekends. So this, um, we're now doing, I, I work part-time and Alex works full-time and it's just such a blessing to, provide for our family and do what we love. And it's just taken off. It's amazing. And so you've also, when I've heard you guys interviewed, it feels like it comes forward as like, Alex is the creative. Alex is the actor. Yeah. But you're writing the, the writing. Like, <laughs> I was like, what yeah. Do? So like, do you have a writing background or like, is this just something you always, cause the script is amazing. Oh, thank you. It's kind of funny. So I always wanted to be a Broadway actress. That was like my mm-hmm. dream as a kid. And I did acting and singing and all these things. And then I don't know, I think I was just like, well, that's not practical, you know? So um, I found nursing and I loved it. And then I married an actor, but I was homeschooled and my dad is a really incredible writer. And every single paper I did, he tore to pieces and it would break my heart. You know, when I was a kid, I would always cry. But then as I got through high school, I was like, wow, he's really helped me write. So that was just really helpful. And it's just funny, just all these little moments that led, I never would have thought that I would like go back to that creative world, but I love it. 
That's so cool. If you were to ask me my favorite part about nursing, it would be um, hearing people's stories too. Mm. So I've always just, I really, I love hearing people's stories and just like seeing God work through that. So I think that it's always, I think the storyteller part of me has kind of like always driven this career in my life. So you've picked a lot of the saints by the liturgical year. And we've heard you say, you you know, you specifically started by reclaiming the stories of the saints that have been overly secularized, St. Nicholas, St. Valentine, St. Patrick. So can you tell us of a time when you didn't, you didn't have a saint in mind and how did you pick them? Like, okay, prayer, but like what signal graces are like, <laughs> what happened? No, it's funny. Cause you always hear about people like, oh, the saint was following me or stalking mm-hmm. me. And I definitely had that. So St. Paquita was mm-hmm. someone that I, for some reason, I was just really intimidated. I was like, oh, like, I know people had such a deep devotion to her. And I was like, I'll never do that story justice. Like anyone write that one but me. And then of course, like people kept asking. I'm like, okay, like I'll see when her feast day is. And I looked up, I'm like, oh, February, that's when I'm supposed to write my script, but I don't (laughs) want to. But really it was a really beautiful thing because my little brother was hospitalized for a couple of years um, in the start of all of this. And I got to read her words about suffering during a time where I was watching him suffer so much and I was suffering watching him. And it was such a solace to me. And just such a gift to be able to write that story. And it was one of those ones that just like load. And I, I can hardly remember writing it because Mm -hmm. I was like visiting him in the hospital. I had a little baby. I was working as a nurse. We were trying to make this podcast, but I just felt like she was like calling me all along, like, please tell my story. And it was just like, right at, right at a time where I needed it more than anybody else, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was, so I love St. Paquita now. Not like I did mm-hmm. it before. I was just afraid to tell her story wrong. She's very unassuming. Mm-hmm. I had, I really did not know much about her until I listened to to that episode. And, you know, it's, she is so amazing, but there's so many moments of just like continuous kindness and like perseverance. Like it's not like a Joan of Arc story. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was like, wow. Yeah. I related to her so much more than I thought that I would. I was like, oh, like how can I really like, I mean, she was captured and enslaved and all of these things. Like I've had such a cushy life, but she was so, (laughs) you know, like so deeply humble and just loved people. And they really like her love is so apparent in all of her writings. And we, we looked at the voice actor we got for that just had such a like soft, sweet, loving voice, Mm -hmm. which really, I think carried it through, which was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went and listened to that one after I I think I heard you say somewhere that it was your favorite. Yeah, I was like tearing mm-hmm. up at the end. Like, this is so beautiful. Because I, I knew her story, but to hear it like with the music too. And yeah. So we love like, like I heard you guys say too, that you um you want it to be like the Pixar of podcasts, like adults want to listen to it too. And it is, it's like, it's captivating and real. Um, Yeah. So I we just want to say mm-hmm. like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this ministry that this is out there and, and maybe a tangential question, but could you tell us about choosing the names of your kids? The two questions kind of go hand in hand, which is funny, but um, their names are James and Mia. Their first names are just because we both love those names. There's really nothing behind it. We're like, James, I love that. Mia, I love that. Their middle names. So James is named after, um, he's James Payton and it's after Father Patrick Payton. Who is that? <laughs> so he's the the priest that coined the family that prays together stays together. Oh, nice, nice. He did these 
radio show mm-hmm. on the rosary and he brought mm-hmm. in all these celebrities to say the rosary. He got the families praying the rosary, but with the code laughs and littles 10, you can get 10% off your entire purchase at choose So right now, one of their new items, a take on friendship bracelets, it's like a best friend decade set. And the theme is like the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Elizabeth, light pink with a white accent. And the other one's more white with a light pink accent. It's like wear one and give one and pray for your (laughs) best friend. It's just like so cute. With the code Last and Littles 10, you can get 10% off your entire purchase at ChooseLife.com. Alex and I started praying the rosary every night when we lived in California. And that's Mm -hmm. really where... Saints Live was born from was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that prayer together. So that's just really important to me. And then um, Mia's middle name is Therese. And I've just always loved Therese and her little way. Um, so Father Patrick Payton and St. Therese are actually the patron saints we chose for Saints Live as a whole. So mm. it was it's funny too, because our co-founder Tanner, he has a really big devotion to St. Therese and it just kind of fell into place. And then we were like, oh, I guess we named our kids after this too. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That just makes me nice. think of how on hollow now that Liam Neeson is on hollow. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, is he Catholic or is he just a celeb to get us to pray the rosary? I think I'm it, asking you, I have no idea. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think it was, is it because he's the voice of Aslan? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wasn't part of that. No, I know. Yeah. But so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really need to have Aslan and, um, but yeah, it is neat just to have like, it's funny that it feels full circle that. Hollow often brings on these celebrities to try to help pre- people learn to pray. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Father Patrick Payton mm-hmm. did a long mm-hmm. time ago. But yeah, it's neat. Side note on Liam Neeson. My friend was like, she just knows the movie Taken. Yeah. Like that's what she thinks yeah, yeah. of with Liam Neeson is Taken. So she was like, it's just funny. Like he starts praying and I think like, I will come find you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, um, I'm pretty sure it's the Aslan connection. Yeah, like, exactly. Mm. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think there's a meme going around like, I will find you and I will pray with you. Which is <laughs> <great>. <laughs> yeah. So nice. you messaged us a few years ago. Yeah, when the St. Nicholas episode was about to come out. It was so amazing. I remember I loved it instantly. Yeah, shared it with everyone. Uh, but then it was during the St. Patrick episode during like the Irish singing, I was driving with the kids. I just like cried and sobbed in the car. And I was like, wow, this is impacting me more than my kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Like the Pixar. And I love it. So we're all three of us are from California. Oh, well, okay. So you were in California. Are you from California? No, so I'm okay. from Vermont. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Alex and I went to school in LA as, oh, as yeah. Okay. Yeah. To wow. Biola. Okay. The so like funny. Protestant Steubenville out there. Anyway, okay. So you guys were in, <laughs> you were in LA and we also, yeah, like wanted to get out of California and also just like couldn't afford it anymore, mm-hmm. but really happy <laughs> to to be in the Midwest now. But you've talked about like, that was obviously a really difficult change for you and your Alex. And I know there's like a very, there's no like, right answer so so many times when like spouses have differing desires when there's no like moral right answer right it's not like this is what the church says it's just yeah we need to like pray and discern and like whose holy spirit is louder you know in this moment mm-hmm. like it's really <laughs> it can be really tricky but i i like personally was very interested in your story because i'm coming out of like the last six months, my husband and I, my husband has two degrees in theology. 
So like to use the word practical, like not super practical, right? As a husband of four kids and has been like trying to get a further PhD to like further this career, which like whatever. Anyway, so it's, he's finally now, I kind of came to him and was like, I need more stability. I need more. Mm-hmm. This is like, and like so many doors have been closing, right? Like you, you go as far as you can. Yeah. At first it was like a hard no. And he took it as like a huge defeat. And now God has like totally changed his heart. And he's like headed in a good direction and hopefully more practical direction. It's we're still in the weeds, but like, I, I, I loved hearing you and Alex talk about that of just like, we made this hard choice together that was prompted by you. Mm-hmm. which I was like, I feel, I feel that, <laughs> but like, okay. So like, how did you and the Holy spirit help Alex with this by not being bossy <laughs> mm. or were you bossy? <laughs> how did you get to, how did you get out of California yeah. without yeah. bossing Thank everyone you. around? <laughs> I definitely did some bossing around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, it's funny because like, it was a really painful part of the first six months of our marriage were really tough. Um, we never fought once when we were engaged or we fought when we were engaged. We didn't fight once when we were dating. It was just like, he's perfect. We're not going to fight. Like he's amazing, (laughs) you know? But yeah, it was a really painful time for us. But now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful, like there's been so much fruit that's come out of it. But it's funny because I think we both really had a change of heart that was necessary. So he, he's, an incredibly hardworking, creative person and had this drive to go tell stories in Hollywood, become an actor, all these things. I only saw that as selfish. I was like, what is like, you know, I gave up my dreams when I was a kid. Like I wanted to be a Broadway star too. That didn't happen. You know, like (laughs) I chose nursing because I was like, this is a really practical job as a mom. I could be per diem, like all these different things. And I just felt like it wasn't only impractical, it was selfish you know, mm-hmm. and him on the other side was like, but, you know, God has given me these desires and we're just going to have to, you know, I don't, I don't know all the answers, but we're going to figure it out. So it really came to a head, um, when we had our son, because he was born in March, 2020 in LA. Yeah. We started praying the rosary in quarantine and it's not like we were constantly fighting, but it was just one of those things that like, we just did not agree on. Um, Like I wanted to leave, he wanted to stay. And we were just kind of like stuck in the middle. And basically at the same time, he let go of his dreams and was like, I need to lay down my life for you and provide. And at the same time, I was like, oh my gosh, you're not selfish. God gave you these desires, (laughs) which is like, okay, now we switched, you know, but, um, so it was like, definitely just like the Holy spirit worked on our hearts in a really beautiful way. And I, I was like, okay, like he was like, I have to, I have to give up everything. I have to be willing to give up everything, you know, because, um, you know, like as great as I know that God has placed these desires on my heart, but like he's placed you as my wife, you know? And so, um, he got a job back on the East coast and yeah, God just really worked on my heart. But there was this moment right after, right before we left our apartment in LA and I looked at him and I said, Alex, I don't know what the future looks like, but I promise you, I'm going to be in this with you and I'm going to help you tell stories in one way or another. I can't promise you that you're going to be a movie star, but if you want to change hearts through stories, I will help you do that. And Mm -hmm. then that was saints alive. 
So it's just crazy. Like we never could have done it from LA. We never could have afforded to live there. And I really needed to kind of like come on board and support him and see that his desires were good, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think it still pains him sometimes a little bit. Like, you know, he's Mm -hmm. the guy behind the camera. He's the guy editing for hours and hours and hours. And he's, you know, still does his hair perfectly. (laughs) Like you're not in front of it, but um, no, God's just worked really beautifully. And in um, both of our desires and just provided so abundantly. And you had all these skills to bring to the table. Like, it's not like you were just like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I will help you tell stories by watching the kids while you work. Yeah. It's like, I'm really (laughs) like, I will actually really do a lot of this work to help you tell stories. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Like I didn't, I'm, I'm very organized. And when I was in LA, I was working at children's hospital on a brand new, Um, I worked in pediatric epilepsy and there was a brand new medication that came about and I had to organize, I just set up a system for labs that had to be done at three weeks, three months, six, six weeks, nine weeks, and then all these other. So I had to like make this whole system, which was all organization, which was basically like the production schedule I'm running now. So it's just crazy how like, just like God just like gave me these skills over time and Mm -hmm. made it what it is. Yeah. You know what I loved? about you sharing is especially what you said at the end that like it's still hard for him sometimes because I think so many people listening at home are just like look at these fabulous you know parents and this amazing and it is right like it's amazing we all have been moved we all are touched and encouraged by the lives of the saints but like in real life like you're still people like every like you're still he's still working through things like it's not like it was back when you just get your job for 30 years and you're like set like this yep. is yep. um he's young and there, there's still more to come and that's i think a very real thing for men and husbands in this generation yeah. it's like it's an evolving oh yeah like where's where's the millions to make this like a mini exactly. series oh my god <laughs> or, you know whatever you call I it know. i know sarah's husband had a job interview today we're like st- we're all in the <laughs> It's wild. It is a wild ride. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, it is living the dream. I don't want to settle for just like, for a long time, I wanted comfort more than anything. I was like, just make money, come home at 530. I want a nice house. I want this many kids. And I'm like, God did not make us for comfort. He made us for greatness. And like, that means being uncomfortable. And that means taking that leap. And that means trusting and there's so much goodness in it, but it's often uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Well, you have heard our closing question when we remember to do it. <laughs> We've started forgetting. <laughs> We've gotten some feedback. People like it. So we'd like to ask you this time. Could you tell us something that made you laugh this oh week? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my son has been, he is three and he is such an actor it's really funny when he gets into character he doesn't break character at all like he's like <laughs> he's like a method actor so he has been santa he was santa for like 20 hours straight and he kind of like parades around the house in this oversized like santa thing that we have and he's he doesn't really speak much but basically what he's done is he's let himself off the hook for all of his bad behavior so mm-hmm. he comes to me, he's like, Hey, Melissa, Melissa, um, 
I just wanted to let you know that I looked at my list again and James <laughs> is actually good today. <laughs> wow. That's great. He's like, yeah, I forgave him for when he pushed Mia earlier. I'm like, oh, okay, great, Santa. So he has been cracking me up like all week. <laughs> does he do the belly shakes? No, he does not. <laughs> He's going to add that. Don't even tell him. He's going to add it on. So check out below for the podcast link to the Saints Alive and check out their most downloaded episode on St. Padre Pio. And we hope you have a great week with lots of laughs with your littles. I really like um, the um, podcast of St. Pope John Paul II because I really love learning about the saints and I love... Um, listening to the podcasts and yeah my favorite podcast is probably St. Clair but I do really love this one.